Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
thank you all for joining us. Uh, let me uh, give you a little brief spill on who we are and what we do. This is Our Own Voices Live. Our Own Voices Live is a radio show featuring people and stories from our community and law surrounding area and someplace near you. America is the greatest country on earth due to its cultural diversity and not in spite of it. Our mission is to help bridge the culture and ethnic divide in America by working together to build the greatest bridge in history to unite us. And the way that we go about it is with blog talk radio shows like Our Own Voices Live. Our Own Voices Live is a spinoff from Our Own Voices, the print and digital magazine. And what we tried to do with that was to educate ourselves on our own history and culture, that is the African-American but also to educate others on our history and culture and to educate us on theirs. In the words of the late Sam Smith, when we know more about one another, we tend to fear each other a little less, and that's when we can get to work and do things to make us all better. So that's what we try to do is educate each other about our cultures and we try to observe family, or excuse me, we try to observe national uh, holidays and, and other events, and Mother's Day is tomorrow. So just in case you all are a little slow with getting your Mother's Day card, it's probably too late to get them into the mail to someone, but if you need to get that postage stamp on there, go ahead and mail it out today. But it's not too late for those of you to get it and give it to your beloved mother tomorrow. And if she's not with us, to go visit where she lays to rest. Mother's Day, you know, we have Father's Day and we have all these other days, but there's no day like Mother's Day because we only have one mom, one mother. There's only one mother that gave birth to us. I call them the life givers because they give us life. And not that it just bring us into the world, but then once we're into the world, they continue to speak life into us as they tell us how much they love us, how much they want us to succeed, as they teach us how to walk. As a matter of fact, most of the things that we will do for the rest of our lives, it's our mother that teaches us. So we don't get to pick our mothers. And our mothers don't even get to pick us. But they love us. That's, that's a testament right there. They usually pour all that they have into us. It makes no difference how much or how little. Whatever they have, they usually try to pour it into us. And then they hope that we will live the best lives that we can live. They give us a start. And then their hope and prayer is that we will build off of that start. Mother, happy Mother's Day. It is tomorrow. There was a lot of topics that I could have done the show on today. We know that we had the firing of now former Director Comey of the FBI. We know that we've had some political upheaval with stories that took various twists and turns and changed from this to that. 
I could have talked about that, and I will probably talk about that at a later date. Today, to the mothers, this is your day, and this is your show. And there's nothing else that I've wanted to add to it, because usually we do two parts of the show, but this is Mother's Day. So do you want to give a shout-out to your mother or talk a little bit about your mother, what your mother meant to you? Give us a call at area code 347 826 9600 347-826-9600. And then I'll give you a little history about Mother's Day. And actually the history of Mother's Day takes some twists and turns itself because the young woman that actually created Mother's Day did it because she saw her mother working so hard and taking care of others. And she remembered her mother saying she wished that there was some way to recognize the mothers that gave so much. And she took it to heart and she went about the the business of creating a recognition for Mother's Day. Now we know that the ancient back in Greece and Rome, they had festivals in honor of the mother goddess Rhea and Sybil. But Mother's Day today, we don't think about that. What we think about is an early Christian festival known as Mothering Sunday. And you could see more of this practice in the United Kingdom, in Europe. And believe it or not, It even fell on the fourth Sunday of Lent. And it was a time when the faithful would return to their mother church, you know, that church that they were brought up in. And that sort of was eh, somewhat of an impetus for the modern-day Mother's Day. Because they had the Mothering Sunday tradition, And it basically shifted into, because it was a religious day, but it shifted into a more secular holiday. And what it was designed to do was for children to give their mother's flowers and tokens of their appreciation. Now, that was sort of like the old world Mother's Day. Then there's what we celebrate today. And that celebration goes back to a young woman really a girl, her name was Anne Reeves Jarvis. And some people also attribute it to Julia Ward Howe. And this goes back to the 19th century, goes back just before the Civil War, all the way to Virginia. And it, it started out as a Mother's Day work club. And it was, you know, really for local women to learn how to better take care of their children. Maybe we need to go back to that tradition today. And it helped unify the people in the region. But the country was still divided because, you know, we had the Civil War. But in 1868, the young lady, Anne Reeves Jarvis, she organized Mother's Friendship Day. And this was where mothers 
gathered former Union and Confederate soldiers to promote reconciliation. I've always said that it starts with our women. Our greatness is oftentimes from our women. Whether it's because we're trying to be great to attract them, whatever it is, it really focuses on our women. And when a time when our country was divided, this was a way to help bring us together and help unite the country. And it had a certain level of success. It helped bring about world peace. There was actually a Mother's Day proclamation written in 1870. Call to action to ask mothers to unite in promoting world peace. In 1873, this became Mother's Peace Day, and it was celebrated on June 2nd. Believe that. Now, the original Mother's Day holiday came about in the 1900s, even though it started off early on. It was really because of Ann Jarvis, and she was the daughter, or excuse me, Anna Jarvis, because she was the daughter of Ann Reeves Jarvis. Because following her mother's death in 1955, Ann Jarvis conceived of Mother's Day as a way of honoring the sacrifices mothers made for their children. And she got some money from a Philadelphia department store owner named John Wanamaker. And in 1908, she organized the first official Mother's Day celebration at a Methodist church in Virginia, West Virginia. That same day also saw thousands of people attend Mother's Day events at one of Wanamaker's retail stores in Philadelphia. And, of course, that made it, that made it a success. First Mother's Day success, 1908. Now, Jarvis, who wasn't married, never had any children, wanted to have her holiday added to the national calendar. And she, part of the argument was really right out of the woman's suffrage movement because she said that, hey, all of our holidays have something to do with male achievement. And through a letter-writing campaign, she urged for the adoption of a special day honoring motherhood. By 1912, which just happened to be the year that my, gra- my grandmother was born, states, towns, churches had adopted Mother's Day as an annual holiday. And Jarvis, Anna Jarvis now, had established a Mother's Day International Association to help promote. In 1914, President Woodrow Wilson signed a measure establishing the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. Now, when Anna Jarvis, the daughter of Anna Reed Jarvis, had originally conceived Mother's Day as a day of a personal celebration between mothers and families, what she envisioned was wearing white carnations as a badge and, you know, visiting mothers or attending church services. But, of course, it was a holiday in America. And what eventually happened was it became a financial boom for florists. Not only that, 
But the greeting card company got in and wrote nice notes for mothers. Now, and for the most part, that's what we do today is we give flowers and, you know, it's other gifts too, but primarily we give flowers. Believe it or not, the founder, as we recognize of Mother's Day, Mother's Day, the holiday that she helped create, it lost favor with her. And really by the time that Anna Jarvis passed away in 1948, she had disowned the holiday altogether. She even lobbied the government trying to remove it from the calendar. And the reason for that is because she said it become too commercialized. That really it was supposed to be a personal time, families with mothers. And instead of giving cards that were pre-written, she envisioned it as a time where you would write the card, personally give it, to your mother. How many of us personally write cards or notes and give it to our mothers today? Maybe when you were in school, and I don't even know if they still do it in school today, but I know you can go and get a fancy pretty card, and you can put a note in it too. So it's still sort of in the original concept of Mother's Day. But if, have you thought about just sitting down and taking the time to down the words of what Mother's Day and your mom means to you? For you husbands out there, have you thought about instead of giving flowers that will wilt in a few days, but I mean flowers are nice and the ladies like them, but have you thought about just taking time whether it's by hand or at your computer, and putting your thoughts of the woman in your life that gave birth to your children, and in general, have any of us thought about just taking the time to put some words on paper of what your mother means to you? You see, I could go on and on about what my mother means and meant to me because even though she's transitioned on into the afterlife, she still lives on through me. Her memories are still alive and well and strong in me. I just came back from a walk. Most walks I thought of my mother because my mother and I, we used to walk together when she came to live with me. And when, when I was a child, my mom didn't have a car. So everywhere that we went, we walked. And I cherish the memories of those times when we walked. I cherish the memory of the time in New York City. This was mid-60s, and there was a blizzard. And it was a lot of snow. And I was just a little fellow already. I mean, the curve seemed high to me. But we had these huge drifts of snow. I mean, it was so much snow, I could barely wade through the snow. I still remember it. But it was my mother's hand that I held on to. It was my mother who helped pull me through that snow. 
helped get me to school. My mother. I still remember that. As a matter of fact, that's one of the earliest memories I have of my mother and I in New York City. But I still remember my mother when I lived in on the farm in the same house that she was born in. It was the same house that my grandfather had built for my grandmother. And my grandmother was like a mother to me as well. Because when my mother went off to work for the rich people and take care of their children and clean their houses, she'd be gone most of the week, sometimes more than a week. And it was my grandmother who was there who reared me. And I called my grandmother Mama. And Mama called me son. And to this day, there's something about thinking of my mama, my grandmother, calling me son that touches me. She wanted the best for me. And the words that she spoke to me as a young fella resonate with me today because she wanted me to be the best. She wanted me to be a good person. She wanted me to be a kind man. She wanted me to be a loving individual. And, yes, she was old school, and she wanted me in church, and she made sure I went to Sunday school. And she was losing her sight, and she would have me read her Bible to her, I think, every day. And eventually, when we left the farm and went to live in New York altogether, and later on, my grandmother came to live with us, and, of course, I was back to reading those scriptures to her again. I love my grandmother. And I called my grandmother mama because she was like a mother to me. I called my mother mother, actually, M-O-T-H-E-R. It wasn't until later in life that I started calling her mom, but probably for the first easy 16 years of my life, my mother, I called mother. I love my mother. I'd do anything for my mother. As a matter of fact, my mother is what drives me today because my mother would always use this phrase to encourage me, whether it's learning how to walk or going to school that first day or having my first martial arts exhibition, going to college, going to the military. Whatever it was that that was that first thing for me, it was the encouraging words of my mother that helped me achieve it. Because my mother said something similar to the late Sam Smith. You all have heard me talk about him. Sam Smith used to tell us we should always be excellent. My mother used to always say, Rod, be the best. My mother said, Rod, I don't care what you do, but whatever you do, be the best at what you do. And, and if you're not the best, strive to be the best so that you can be the best. And if you put your mind to it, you can do it. As a matter of fact, this was, this was her, her buzz phrase for me. You can do it, Rod. You can do it. And I can tell you that when times have been tough for me, I would think about my mother saying, you can do it, Rod. You can do it. I saw the lives that my grandmother touched on the farm. And then I saw the lives 
that my mother touched in the city. I remember when my mother got promotions and she was able to help other people get jobs with the city because she knew it would change their lives as it had changed hers. And as she moved up into the ranks, she helped even more people get jobs with the city. As a matter of fact, there were hospital administrators that attribute their position to my mother helping to get their foot in the door, so to speak, back in the 70s and 80s. That's my mother. My mother, uh, the daughter of Victoria Smith, my grandmother. As a matter of fact, I named my business after my grandmother because that's where my mother came from. And the name of my business, my grandmother's name was Victoria, and I named my business Victoria's Media Inc. Because I knew my grandmother wanted me to be victorious. I knew that my mother wanted me to exceed and succeed in everything that I did. And I was very thankful to have them in my life. I'm very thankful to be able to talk about them today. Now, they have both left us. They've transitioned. But as I said earlier, they live, in, they live on. They live on through me. So when you see me in the community, and if it's something that I'm doing positive or good, then you see an Esther Smith. When you see me into the in the community and I'm helping someone, then you're seeing Victoria Smith. Both of them live through me. And then I was blessed to have another mother. I had my grandmother. I had my mother. And then my mother's oldest sibling, Evelyn Smith. She was like a third mother to me. Because when we moved to New York and my mother was working the opposite shift of my Aunt Evelyn, my Aunt Evelyn was there for me. Now, she was a little strict. She was pretty tough, and sometimes she could even be harsh. But she loved me, and she wanted me to be the best too. As a matter of fact, that's sort of what I remember most about them is always encouraging me onward, upward, forward, and not giving up. To keep on trying and to believe in me, that's a big gift for anyone to give another person is to believe in who you are and that you can do it. I remember my brother and I, we were on a relay race, and, and my brother my brother just celebrated a birthday yesterday. And it was he and I who took care of my mother in the later years. And we both loved our mother. Well, my mother just wanted us to be the best that we could be. My brother wound up being the first member of our family to graduate with a master's degree and to graduate from an Ivy League university. Now, he did the work, no doubt about that. And my brother was smart and is smart to this day. But it was my mother that planted that seed in him initially. And it was my mother that was there for him when he needed things. 
no matter how we turn, which way we turn, usually there's a special place in our hearts for our mother. Now, I know that all mothers and mothers are not perfect. But I'm going to tell you, my mother was perfect to me because she gave me what I needed. She gave it to me and knew that I needed it, even if I didn't know it myself. She disciplined me, no doubt. <laughs> and I probably deserved it, except for one time. I, there was one time I didn't deserve it. And we talked about that. We talked about that. But my, I knew my mother loved me. And I hope that as you all are hurrying about doing the things that you do in preparation for Mother's Day, that maybe you'll go back to the original idea from Anna Jarvis, which, one, it was a religious holiday. And for those of you whose moms want you to go to church and took you to church and you've gotten away from that, maybe tomorrow you can take time to spend with your mother in church. For those of you who normally go to church, then keep going. For those of you who've gotten away with it, imagine how surprised your mom will be if you came over to take her to church or if you're not able to come over and pick her up to take her to church, you met her at church. Maybe she's already in church and she sings in the choir. Maybe she's the mother of the church. And then you walk into the church. Now, don't be afraid. The church is not going to burn down. There probably won't be any earthquakes, anything like that. But there probably will be, if not open, excitement from your mother. I'm sure internally there will be thunder and lightning, and there will be the earth shaking because her child came to a place that's important to her. Don't wait till the next time you visit your mom in church. It's when she's making her transition from this life to the next. There's no two ways about it. Mother's Day was started as a religious holiday to recognize mothers. Whether from ancient Greece and Rome or to Anna Jarvis, it was a religious holiday. I know people feel various ways about religious holidays, but don't let that get in the way of taking time to celebrate your mother. Yes, it's okay to get flowers. As a matter of fact, I planted flowers in my backyard in memory of my mother, and I watched them bloom. And I think about my mother. Occasionally I'll go and I'll smell one and remind me of the fragrance of my mother. You know, smells is attached to our memory. So given carnations while they're alive, that's a good thing. Because once they've transitioned, you can always go and smell that carnation, your mother. I could go on and on and on about all the things my mother did for me. As we're approaching Memorial Day, I came very close to being one of those people memorialized. Fully for the love of my mother, I survived the war. And to her encouraging words, 
she helped me walk again because she said, you can do it, Rod, you can do it. The power of a mother. And ladies, be purposeful as well as careful in who you become a mother with, who makes you a mother, who you allow to create the motherhood in you. It is a powerful gift, the gift of life. That's what mothers have. The world was birthed through mothers, the entire world. Thank you for going through the pain of carrying us, carrying us some more until we can learn to walk, and even sometimes afterwards. For your bodies changing so that we could develop within you, for nourishing us, and then nurturing us once we came into this world. Thank you. We haven't always been the best, but we try. And I can tell you that for my mother, she told me to be the best, and I try. Mothers, we love you. To all of the mothers, happy Mother's Day. To the mothers who are no longer with us, and to all of you whose Mothers are not here to give a hug or to transition. Remember, they live in you. Give thanks. Take some time to reflect on your own motherhood, your own mother, and the mother of your children. Remember your grandmothers, because without them, they were the been know you because your mom wouldn't have been here. Take time to visit them too. Give them a call. Mother's Day is tomorrow, May 14th. It was created because a young woman wanted to show her appreciation for her mother. And the idea, the original concept is to go to church and for families to spend time together with the mothers. Maybe you'll do some of that tomorrow. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to share Mother's Day, and I was hoping maybe a few would call in and share the thoughts of your mother. Mothers are special. And we need to keep mothers special. We keep them special, we'll continue to treat them special. Love your mothers and love on your mothers. Give them a hug. And yes, for those of you who had mothers that go to church, think about going to church tomorrow. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Our Own Voices Live. Our Own Voices Live comes to you every Saturday, usually around 1230 or as close to it as we can. And the topic of our show today was simply... Happy Mother's Day. So to my co-host, Mrs. Angela Thomas, who's mothering her husband right now, who's recovering, happy Mother's Day, Angela. To all the ladies, all the women of the gathering who are mothers, happy Mother's Day. Thank you for sharing your motherly wisdom for us at the gathering and to me individually, to all of the mothers out there. I hope that you have a happy Mother's Day. 
It is not the price of the gift because on Mother's Day, we recognize you as the gift and you are priceless. Until next Saturday, or we may do a show a little earlier to talk about some of the things that we normally talk about in politics. But today, I just wanted it to be about mothers. Happy Mother's Day, and I'll talk to you soon. You can go to Our Own Voices Live and share some thoughts of the show as well as share something about your mother on Mother's Day. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.